Hey there, let me start by saying how incredibly thankful I am that you're here again for another episode here in H Podcasts. I would like to thank so many people for the support that they gave me in the world of podcasting. And it inspires me even more to give you very helpful work from home content and some thought provoking content for self help and relationships. And speaking of relationships, this episode revolves around that category. So many people have been messaging me about how, when are you gonna, you know, release an episode about relationships? Because, you know, they're all crazy about it. So this one's for all my single ladies out there. Now let me start by saying that there's absolutely nothing wrong with being single. And if you're happier that way, then that is awesome. But if you're one of my friends who are trying to be in a relationship, but they just can't seem to get on one, this podcast is especially for you. Now, I have observed that my single friends have some sort of pattern in common. Interesting, isn't it? Today, I'll tell you those five seemingly close patterns that I figured could be the reason why these pretty ladies are still in the NBSP or no boyfriend since birth category. Let's begin. Number one, they're introverts. Now, don't hate me for saying that as I am probably 10 times more an introvert than them, okay? But yes, so many of them, if not all of them, are actually girls and boys who are home buddies and don't really go out so much. And you know what? Introverts being single make perfect sense because your soulmate is not just gonna drop from the sky and land on your front yard. He or she is out there somewhere, in school, at a park with friends after classes, in the arcade, at the tennis court, in the library, taking piano lessons in a music studio, anywhere really, anywhere but your house. I mean, the only people with you are probably your parents, siblings, grannies, dogs. Do you feel any presence of a could-be soulmate? No, because he's out there. And I know it's a pandemic, so we're all inside. Guess what? Your chances in getting to meet the love of your life just got slimmer. But hey, I hope when things go back to normal, you invest some time outside, somewhere you love to be, besides your house. Think of something you love and invest your time with it outside, even if it is doable inside your home. Like, do you have a fancy coffee maker? Skip that. Go have Starbucks outside with real, actual human beings. One of them might just be your future boyfriend or girlfriend. All I'm saying is, find and exhaust everything it might take to push that introvert out of the house so you get the chance of actually meeting someone. Or be seen by someone to start with. Honey, no one's gonna see you inside your room. And even if they would, the pajamas you're wearing are making you the most attractive being in the planet. Go out, dress up. After the pandemic, of course. Number two, they cannot flirt. Oh dear, there is no easy way to say this, but you have got to know a thing or two about it to send some signals out. So I have a friend who was smiled at by a really handsome dude at a funeral. I know, weird. And being the girl who can't flirt, she actually looked behind her, trying to ensure that the guy was smiling at her and not someone else. Um, feels familiar, yes? Well, she sees that everyone else around her were male waiters, and she was obviously the one the guy was flirting with. The next problem is that she did not smile back. Now, I'm not telling you to be a wildflower and be aggressive about every single encounter like this. 
but just try to let loose and chill, you know? Girls need not to flirt back, but at least try to relax and just, you know, nod your head, smile a bit, wave a hand, you know, connect back in some way. If you do nothing about the gestures given to you, you would look like you're either not interested or just a really tough cookie to deal with. I mean, you should not really respond in every single encounter, but if you are cold to all of it, it will become your aura. It will become your branding. That you're that Amazonian girl who is a man-hater and does not connect well with potential admirers. Don't connect all the time, but do not also lose the ability to connect in the long run. Number three, it's just the way they dress. I mean, I'm no fashion guru, okay? But I can definitely see if you've been dressing cute or if you've been looking like you just stepped out a closet blender. I know someone who just wants to dress cool and casual. Nothing wrong with that. But don't go wondering why people never compliment you if you choose this style. It's just not wow worthy. I know too many ladies who have such lean bodies. Gosh, but they cover it with too much clothes. Oversized hoodie and jeans then with a pair of sneakers. It's not bad taste, hey but not enough to turn heads either. Show a little skin. Not a lot, okay? Since you don't want to look skanky, cheap, or overexposed, but a little goes a long way. Like maybe that hoodie worn with shorts instead of full long pants would be better. Or maybe that dress is so much cuter without the cardigan. The mistake of most ladies is having the mindset that says, if I wear sexier clothes, the bitchier I look. Look, sexy is an attitude. One can wear a tube top and impossibly short skirts but look awkward if they are not in their element. And at the same time, a lady who wears a full suit can look a thousand times sexier as long as she's wearing it with confidence and grace. I think that the reason some ladies wear t-shirts and all things plain is because they like to hide in the ideology of wearing something um, safe. The point? Find your element. Be confident. Wear whatever you want, but remember not to wrap yourself up like a mummy. So by now, maybe you're wondering because you're an extreme extrovert. You flirt, and you rock your OOTD every single damn day, so what else could be wrong? This leads us to reason number four. Number four is you have sky-high standards. And by sky-high, I really do mean too high. No one is perfect. And anyone can bet your soulmate out there definitely is not close to perfect either. It takes a whole lot of work to make relationships work. It is not about finding your red string and feeling who's compatible with your zodiac sign. Stop the illusion of finding love through pure luck. While I do agree about dating to marry and being careful with who to date, one should not really be so much of a perfectionist to the point that every man or woman who ever lived on earth could never have passed your standards. I am not saying you should lower them, okay? But tone them, make them realistic. You know, the kindest guy does not have infinite patience. The most good-looking gal will age. The most successful man has problems the size of his success. Everyone is good and bad. It's a given truth, so don't measure the man by how many things he can tick off on your perfect little bucket list. But gauge how he makes you feel. Do you feel important when you're with him? Does he give time for you? Does he go above and beyond to see you again? How your emotions change when you're with someone is the best way to know if he's worth the shot. 
give your time and attention to someone who is actually looking at you and not towards Mr. Perfect who will probably never arrive in the first place. I mean, even if he does, you best pray you tick off everything in his perfect bucket list as well. I mean, I know that sounds rude and awful, but that's only because it is. Love reassures. It does not pressure. Number five, they're either too much or too bland. Now listen, I saved this for last because this will sum up everything. In fact, I think you can ditch all other rules and focus on this. Personality is always key. I know a lot of pretty girls and good-looking guys who don't have the smoothest personalities. I know a lot of fashion-forward people who are not always wearing quite the right attitude. And I know a lot of friends who claim they do not have standards, but they're not starting with their own approach to others. Sometimes, maybe, maybe the fishes aren't ignoring you after all, but you're the one shooing them away. How? By being too intense or being too cold. By being either of the two extremes, some are far too aggressive that it's not attractive anymore. While some are too laid back that they look uninterested. Find your balance. Observe how others are responding in your presence. Do you intimidate people? Do you make them tense? Do you speak up too much? Do you often brag about your successes in life? Never backs down on an argument? Your personality is probably too strong. A man will feel that and will hate the idea of marrying someone too headstrong for him. Men need to feel stronger. And that's just how it is. A woman can easily outshine him. A woman who can easily outshine him because of how he deals with others is, you know, just a red flag for most men. Or are you the opposite? Do you like being quiet? You never like to be in the scene, always passive, just a chill member of the group? Well, while these traits would make a man look more um, mysterious and therefore interesting. But this isn't so for women. Being shy is cute, but being the ice queen who doesn't care is, you know, it, it's not attractive. And how do I say this in a way that I can effectively make others fully understand it? Personality is everything. Everything. This is why in the game of love, those who have high emotional intelligence win the race. Well, it's not a race, but you get the point. <laughs> and girl, boy, I believe you are some some very awesome person as you are. But then again, these are merely tips for those who might be searching for answers and why they never felt any spark with someone. That spark, by the way, it's connection. And that connection has to be triggered by something. Do not make desperate moves. Anything forced will be obvious, I promise you that. But you might not even need all the five tips. Maybe one or two will do, depending on your case. But whether you use all five or just one, remember this. You do not need to change for someone. Because the right person will love you as you are. But if you've been waiting too long, if you've been in the bench far too long and you're starting to get really, you know, conscious, then... You don't need to change. Maybe you just gotta up upgrade. And that's not bad at all. Thank you so much for being with me in this podcast. And I'm really excited to be with you soon in the next one. Bye!